I don't claim to make sense. <laughs> so we found a way to dehydrate other living things to feed said thing. What a sad day it was when the mealworm factory closed down. Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. Sushi yeah i i think the job that i really want like what i have is fine whatever but what i want is to be the ad lib guy for a trap group like Uh migos but i want to do it like i want to be my own unique thing so i want to put a spin on it and just be an ultra white version of the the ad lib guy i think that's a great idea yeah so like um like bad and bougie yeah the migos song yeah the the line cooking up dope with an uzi that's a great line right now the ad lib is blow <laughs> uh-huh. but my version would be blow yeah <laughs> kapowie yeah <laughs> we got 30s and 100 rounds too grab <laughs> Gra. <laughs> I don't know what it's supposed to be. Gra. Gla. <laughs> These think, are those are the things they're saying. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. And you know how they always do the uh uh-huh. stuff like that. Yeah, or a skirt. <laughs> I I am too responsible of a driver for that. So mine would be more just like a ding 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 ding. <laughs> And then I slowly back out and then shift into drive. <laughs> Latte. <laughs> Just say very foam. <laughs> Could I try the pho? <laughs> I I feel like I feel like I could make a living this way. I think you could. I'm not worse than any of the other trap people. <laughs> Listen, who am I to stomp on your dreams? I that's the thing. I don't at this point I don't think you can. I think I could I could do it just as well as anyone else can. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Have you seen all the Lil rappers? I mean, there's there was there was a a, a race a race <laughs> of Lil rappers a while back. Is there a new run of them? Yeah, there's yeah. a whole bunch of new little ones. Yeah, oh. they're like Lil Pump, Lil Pump, Lil Xan. Ooh, I don't know any of these people. Yeah, okay. they're not good. You've missed okay. literally not one thing. As long as I can come up with a name with Lil in it and figure out how to work SoundCloud, yeah. I think I'm good. <laughs> Call yourself like Lil Paste for pasty. Like, I like it. Lil Paste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sticky, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. That's it. You're just sticky. Welcome yeah. to Sushi Jackknife. Hey! Well, we are here, and you are here with us, and we are all together. That That is a fact. This week featuring well, more or less what we featured all along. Yeah. 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 That seemed like an ominous sip of water. It's the comfortable silences of the podcast. That's I think what makes our show it, so great. It lulls people in. <laughs> Yeah, you're not looking for something to to hype you up, right? You're trying to calm down. What are yeah. you doing? You doing dishes right now? You doing the laundry? Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you're like right now. You're reminding me of an experience 
that I was imagining today. Mm-hmm. The experience of, of going to like a spa, like a day spa. But the staff there are all giant, uh, very serious German women who <laughs> pummel you into relaxing. <laughs> so Olga over here. You will relax! <laughs> <laughs> She's got you in a mud bath and... I like this idea. Soak! <laughs> you know. I'm, I like this idea a lot. Damn. It's, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, I, I mentioned this with our other podcast, but yeah. um, Bob Ross does the all, all the ASMR stuff. Right. Um, just having really aggressive ASMR. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so everyone, like, they're still getting the ASMR effect, but it's more, it's more like, if you put a strobe light in front of someone that has epilepsy. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just, it's not good. It's so you, not good for anyone. You still get the little background stuff like, you know, like. Yeah. You know, this is me doing paper, but. But then you'd also get this. <laughs> really... Yeah, like just terrible, just terrible noises. Industrial ASMR. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> Do Sushi Jackknife listeners know what ASMR is? I'm sure they do. I, if they don't, they know how Google works. That's true. You guys can Google And if they it. don't know how Google yeah. works, congrats on finding the podcast. This right. is really good. Right. You've come <laughs> upon something very special inside yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's been something that's been floating around in my head. Another one is, you know how we have all these pedal taverns in town? Yeah. I think, uh, for those who don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, a pedal tavern. Yes. Is, imagine... A bar that you you'd see like on the street on on like Bourbon Street or something, yeah. and you'd see it and go, "Well, that looks terrible," and you'd keep walking. Yep, you find another bar. This is that bar. That they put <laughs> wheels under it and they make you pedal while you drink there. <laughs> Seems like a fantastic idea. It's it uh it's like bike pedals <clears throat> while you while you drink your Michelob Ultra. Yes. A dream come true. <laughs> They're everywhere. There were. Uh, I was in Memphis last weekend. They were there. There were them. pedal taverns in, which you got to know. Uh, I love Memphis, but a pedal tavern in Memphis is a bit dodgier than a pedal tavern. <laughs> Actually, here. that is true. That's <laughs> that does kind of add an element of excitement Danger. to yeah. it. <laughs> it's like pedal tavern mixed with laser tag, mm-hmm. except not lasers. <laughs> but the. Um, the, it's similar. That's, uh, I mean, it, it, you maybe that's how you make more money. It could be. Like, think about Detroit. Okay. If you wanted a pedal tavern in Detroit, yeah, people love Eminem. They do. They want to see Eight Mile. Sure. Pedal tavern right down Eight Mile. Oh, there you go. That's a brilliant idea. It's a very safe area. <laughs> he has no stories about anything bad happening there. No, 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 none at all. <laughs> He had an idyllic childhood mm-hmm. there. Now, my idea for a pedal tavern here is an evangelical one. Okay. So, uh, they don't serve beer, they serve milk. And everyone's dressed to the nines on a hot summer day, drinking milk in the south. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they have speakers and they have old-timey... Um, you know, a lot, of the, <laughs> a lot of the pedal taverns around here, you'll hear like Bon Jovi or... Right. You know, I heard uh, uh, Whitney Houston the other day, which was, which was a welcomed, refreshing It seems like most of them... Up. 
are playing the stereotypical strip club music. Totes. But without the benefit of the strip club. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, I heard I want to dance with somebody, and I was thrilled because it wasn't Bon Jovi. All right. Um, <laughs> Um, but this would play, you know, like where the milk and honey flows and, you know, amazing grace. And it would be twice as annoying. That would be worse. And also you'd see a lot of people throwing up milk. I'm going to, I'm going to flip this one around though. Okay. This is how you get the evangelicals. Okay. I like it. I like it. Ditch the milk. Okay. You do serve wine. Okay. You serve communion wine. Oh. With little crackers. And then, surprise, you just got communion. <laughs> that could be what You're all saved. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have a lever that dumps them on the sidewalk. And exactly. Picks up nine more people. Dumps them <laughs> into a pool of water. To be baptized. baptized. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> How do you like eternal life in heaven? Booyah. Changery. First, they pick up all the homeless folks. Right. So, progressively, they get around to the tourists. Yeah. You know? The homeless folk, it, it would actually, I mean, especially if you went in the summer, if you promised them a dunk yeah. in the water at the end of it, <laughs> right. I'm sure they'd be on board. It's hot <laughs> it's out hot. there. A friend of mine is from Knoxville. Yeah. And he said at the big park in downtown Knoxville, there's some homeless folks. And in the summer, you have these fountains, right? That you can swim in or play in, right? Right. And in the summer, they put soap in those for the homeless people to get baths. That's nice. It's a nice idea. I like it. It's a, you know what? And it's a good use of public space. Mm-hmm. And how much did some, di- you know, some some dish soap cost you, really? Yeah. You know? I mean, depending on how much you use. Probably a lot. You think they're using dish soap on the... I don't know. I, I the poor what, what, homeless What other people? kind of soap are you going to put in there? You're you not going to put, put shampoo Body in. wash. Okay, body wash. <laughs> Garnier fructis. You could put something <laughs> meant to be on human skin. <laughs> Good point. Can you imagine walking around, say you're there for the first time, and you pass by a lot of, you know, people who are uh, panhandling, but they all smell like like orchids. <laughs> <laughs> this is the nicest town in it's, America. Wow. Even the homeless people smell delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I think there's a real business opportunity here. Uh, yeah, think I think so? this is a shark With the tank the Battle Tavern idea. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like Cuban would be all over this. Mark Cuban. <laughs> I I think he'd want these rolling around outside the Mavericks Arena. Okay. So after his team loses another game, all the fans can go out and be saved. Sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> <clears throat> that that guy's. That guy's fun. <laughs> well, I was just thinking that, you know, there there's two sets of benches on either side, mm-hmm. and then the, the center part is where the driver slash bartender... Slash, you know, God-fearing preacher. Right, that's where they ride. Right. So you could really, you could drive right up to a lake and uh-huh. let down both sides of the seats and everyone just plops right into the water right there perfect right there imagine how popular that would be like we just had ash wednesday Mm. pre-ash wednesday oh yeah you know the people on their way there just want to go have a good time just want to let loose yeah have a communion ride (laughs) it's a great idea Uh, yeah 
I think this is one of our better ideas. (laughs) I like it. If you're interested in sponsoring any of our terrible decisions, (laughs) please contact. Um, So, I'm never going to actually get one of these. But I've recently, we, we bought, so we have a hamster now. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show. You haven't. Okay. The hamster's name is Sweetie. Mm-hmm. Because it's a Sweetie. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I clarified that earlier. Sweet, we've, we've, we've made Sweetie a girl, even though Sweetie is actually a male hamster. We did, just decided. Did Sweetie, Sweetie make had, that decision? Sweetie had no part in that decision. We just made that decision. And so you're forcing That's right. a gender role on correct. Sweetie? That's wow. correct. Yeah. So. Not very woke. No. So <laughs> what's happening is, um, for the first few weeks, you know, hamster has a wheel. Yeah. Right? The wheel was making the most god awful racket. Yeah. It was keeping her, and they're nocturnal. Who knew this? I didn't know this. I, I hamsters are nocturnal. I, knew that. I did not know that. It's a rodent. You realize you have a pet rodent. Yeah. I'm not and too, most of those are nocturnal. I'm not a huge fan of it. Um. I mean, I like Sweetie. I'm just not a huge fan of having a rodent in general. I like, I like how you backpedaled there. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Like you, there was a brief second where you were like, "Oh yeah, no, <laughs> Jen might listen to this at some point." <laughs> I love the hamster. I backpedaled <laughs> right onto the pedal tavern of your heart. <laughs> um, so she found a great solution, though. She found a silent wheel. Right? Okay. We we tried several wheels. Uh, the regular old metal wheel uh-huh. uh, made a lot of noise. Then it, the the cage actually came with this big plastic wheel, which didn't make any noise. However, the the fucking hamster packed stuff yeah. into that, and so it made this like constant. Like, it sounded like a rock tumbler, mm-hmm. just <laughs> all night. So we got the silent wheel, and it actually is pretty damn silent. Like I don't hear it anymore. Right. I don't know what the technology is involved. I assume we got it from the aliens. That's how we get everything that we it need. It makes sense. Right. But with that came a catalog for sort of oh, your, good. your esoteric pets, right? And now, it it just seems like a lot of this is geared toward people who have a sugar glider. A what? A, you don't know what a sugar glider is. No. This is an animal. It's called a sugar glider. You don't know that hamsters are nocturnal, but you know about sugar gliders. <laughs> yes. Okay, what, what is this? I don't claim to make sense. <laughs> what, what is a sugar glider? It's, uh, you know, it's probably worth a Google. Um, it is a fruit-eating mammal. And I believe what they do, is maybe they're in the jungle or something. They, they sort of hop from tree to tree. And they eat, you know... You can have these things as a pet. You can have this in your house. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the problem with the... the well, there's one right there. Look, here's a little... Look at this. They're cute. I, I've got... It's a cute little I've thing. I've got right here. You see it? You see it? Can you tell me where they're from or anything? Uh, they're illegal in Alaska and California. Interesting. Um, let's see. Zanzibar cage. Oh, boy. That's a big-ass cage. Oh, sorry, that's my Tamagotchi going off. Yes, folks, I have resurrected a toy from the 90s. You, it was supposed to be for my son, and what am I doing? I'm taking care of it. Did he want the hamster? 
He wanted the hamster. He was big into the hamster. Did yeah. you try distracting him with the Tamagotchi first? I wish I had. No, I did not. Um, at this point, my Tamagotchi is... Let's see. I'm going to tell you how much it... Do you guys remember these? It's like a little egg thing, and it's a little digital You know you pet. can't hear them if they say yes, right? Yeah, I know. It's like a little digital pet, and it starts out as an egg, and then it hatches, and then you have to feed it, and you have to bathe it to clean its poop away and uh, play with it. And, and it has a button so you can yell at it. Now, that, to me, seems like an outdated <laughs> feature. Just it, in case you need to <laughs> scream at your pet. Yes. That's, that's and I found the official website, which is just a copy of the manual of uh, the Tamagotchi. And I looked this up. It says, sometimes you need to yell at it when it won't eat and when it won't do what you ask it to do. And the, it's called the discipline button. And I just, I just, I can't get past it. I'm not, I haven't I yelled mean, it at it one be time worse. on purpose. You could hit the discipline button and then a little <laughs> 8-bit person just pops out and punches it and that, walks off. That is true. <laughs> could be worse. Just like a fist comes down and bonks it on the head. So currently I have like a happy little circle guy with gigantic duck lips. I don't know what's going on there, but I, I hope this thing gets prettier as we go. Because right now I kind of want to leave it out in the snow. Just being honest. He is four years old and weighs six pounds right now. According, That's, according to my readout here. What, what what kind of animal is this? I don't know. I think it's supposed to be a monster of, of some kind. How long do they live? Who knows? Hmm. Could be 20 years. <laughs> I Now I want a sugar glider. You want one? So yeah. where are they from? Uh, they are from... Hold on, I had scrolled all the way down to the human relations oh. section. Uh, it turns out... Um, Sugar gliders have an HR department? They have an HR department, <laughs> and they're frequently in trouble for uh, improper jokes. Uh, they are found throughout the northern and eastern parts of mainland Australia, mm. Tasmania, mm. New Guinea, and several associated isles. Okay. The Bismarck Archi Archipelago. Oh, I love the Bismarck Archipelago. Luisiai Archipelago. That's my second favorite. And certain islands in Indonesia. Oh. Halmahera Islands of the North Malaccas. Wow, I haven't been to the Malacca since like 75. That, that is actually just in Game of Thrones. Okay. <laughs> I'm 100% like certain it sounds on that like one. It. By the way, I'm watching it all, and I'm having a wonderful time. <laughs> so I, I just Googled Sugar Glider uh, Prize. Yes. And you know how Google pulls up the people also ask? Uh-huh. First question. Do sugar gliders, what do you think, what do you think the number one is? Poop in a box? No. Okay. Glide. Less specific than that. Do sugar gliders glide? Do sugar gliders pee and poop everywhere? Oh. <laughs> so it's 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 like a little it's a little kind of marsupial guy, right? And they they jump oh. from tree to tree. Is that what they do? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, can a sugar glider die from loneliness? Oh. <laughs> Why is that the number three thing? I bet the answer is yes. Um, just, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read this whole thing, but it seems to be apply, implying yes. They're cute they little could. bastards. They can die from loneliness. Yeah. Do sugar gliders cuddle? 
Uh-uh. <laughs> Only if they don't want to so die. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing about them. So what they're selling in this catalog for sugar gliders mm-hmm. are nectar pods. That seems like a, a hot item, which are fruit-based jelly treats. And uh, <laughs> also ideal for birds, fruit-eating mammals, and day geckos. What's a day gecko? Is there a day gecko and a night gecko? Is there an evening gecko, a breakfast gecko? Can I take a, bre- a brunch gecko? I like gecko? brunch gecko. <laughs> brunch gecko goes to lunch. Does he explode? Does he die? Does he get lonely? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, nectar pods. And I just, I, I get the idea that while these things are, are cute little f- bastards, uh, that... They're running around being sticky all the time. That's like what they it sounds like. Jump from thing to thing in your house. Yeah. with sticky little hands and faces. So it's like having a toddler <laughs> that can fly. <laughs> yeah, it's like having a small flying toddler <laughs> that doesn't grow out of it. <laughs> I don't. Oh, it sounds like a nightmare, Nathan. I, I can't. are you implying you don't want to have a toddler? That's just a perma toddler. No, God no, I do not. Um, nectar pods, mango. Nectar pods, melon. Nectar pods, pineapple. All sticky. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Just saying. What else do they need? I think they need some kind of thing to lay in. Um, yeah, a <laughs> just a tub of glue. A, <laughs> a stuffed glider carry pouch. It it looks like a sugar glider, but it's for your sugar glider to lay in. And be suspended Wait, inside. Wait, so it's essentially laying inside of a fake it? That's correct. That's twisted. I'm just saying, that's twisted. <laughs> it's a weird oh, one. Oh, they've gutted my parents. I'll now use them as shelter. <laughs> <laughs> you can also buy something called a bonding scarf. Who wants one of these sticky-handed little fuckers climbing around your neck? Your house. What? Let me let me let me okay, see this. Have here. A look, What's have a, a look. bonding scarf? I you know you know sounds like something you need for a baby, not for this thing. Bonding scarf. Bonding scarf. So it just keeps it by your neck. I think that's what I. I mean, I imagine the thing lives off like sugary fruit. Mm-hmm. It's got to be spastic too. Like it's it, it, it must process glucose in some crazy way. Let me tell you, if I were to get a sugar glider, yes, I would get the chili pepper nest pouch. Oh, you know why? Why? Because my sugar glider would be spicy. <laughs> Nathan's spicy sugar glider. <laughs> I, there, there's so many different foods here mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that I've mm-hmm. never heard of to give. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Their their treats look like things I want. They're little, they're, yeah, they're little pods. I'd take a fruit medley. <laughs> I want the island blend. I don't think they eat anything except for fruit. Mango and papaya? Mm, I'm in. You're into that, yeah. I don't... Hibiscus flowers? Ooh. Can you imagine just finding random hibiscus flowers <laughs> around your house? You know what? That that bit, that tiny microcosm of the experience of having one of these things sounds idyllic that sounds nice just scattered flowers around my house man if you want to feel just weird yeah look through a catalog like this and start thinking like a few pages past the sugar gliders and rodent section yeah you reach the page where you have uh 
canned insects, dried insects, uh-huh. dried mealworms, <laughs> easy worms, easy calcium worms. worms. What now? Calcium. Calcium. <laughs> um, the, and then you start thinking about it. And what has happened here is we wanted a thing for a pet. Yeah. So we found a way to dehydrate other living things to feed said thing. That's correct. So that we could just have that thing near us. <laughs> Thus, humanity. And I want <laughs> I want it for my my own. Yes. Yes. I don't want to deal with live crickets. Can we take away all of the liquid from inside of them? And then I'll just feed them whenever I feel like it. <laughs> Let me ask you this, scientists. Is there a way to wick moisture from an insect and rehydrate them later after they've been canned together for a period of time? Yeah. You know, shipping and all that. I, it's just such a... Uh, imagine the man hours that went into this process. Yeah. This is why we haven't cured cancer. This was probably the same time that we were trying to figure out how to go to the moon. Yeah. There's some other scientist going, well... I almost completely dehydrated the cricket, <laughs> but it just crumbled. We're going to have to try again. General, I achieved 70%. Those crickets are just not going to be dry enough, son. That's just so weird. Get back to the left. You know, to be fair, though, Myron would have done it anyway. That's true. And Myron was going to dehydrate <laughs> crickets. You know. All day and all night. If you love what you do, you never work a day in your right. life. That's right. <laughs> What a sad day it was when the mealworm factory closed down. Where where will Myron get his mealworms now? <laughs> He's just digging around the yard. Never satisfied with the earthworms he finds. Not the right worms. No. Not for Myron. <laughs> I feel like we're He's writing, very picky. We're writing a twisted children's book right now. <laughs> it's called The Right Worms for Myron. <laughs> And it's Mealworm <laughs> Myron was <laughs> hookworms. No thanks. <laughs> Are these the worms you're looking for, Myron? No, said Myron. <laughs> but you should go to a hospital. <laughs> Just a kid with a handful of <laughs> malicious worms. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just handing over a doctor's order that says they have a tapeworm. <laughs> yeah. oh. You know, a lot of people... Okay, all right. I've never had a tapeworm, tapeworm thank God. And I hope I never do. Mm-hmm. Because it sounds horrible. But I feel like a lot of people, like our parents' generation, like a lot more people got tapeworms. Like, I, I know my... I'm pretty sure my father had a tapeworm at one point. I have never once asked my parents how many tapeworms they've had. <laughs> I know I have an uncle who had a tapeworm. Mm-hmm. And it just sounds like a horrible... Pro- okay, so the, the, the tapeworm grows inside your guts, right? Yeah. Like, Is this it, just a your family thing? I don't know. <laughs> like, it attaches itself, and then it eats your food, right? Mm-hmm. It eats the food that you're breaking down in your body. And and, and and in order to get rid of it, the doctor gives you some medicine. You take the medicine. It kills the worm. Yeah. But you still have to evacuate the worm. You got to poop that worm out. You, you. That sounds so horrible. I mean, it. Like, how big are these things? I think they're very small. Oh, okay. Like, I thought like they got width big. Wise. Oh. Lengthwise, they're probably longer, depending on how long it's been Oh, there. God. 
Oh God, can you imagine? Can you imagine? No, I mean, I can't. I, I just picture like having to pull like a hydra out of your ass. Like, are we calling someone Hi. right now? Hi. Hey, I have a question <laughs> for you. Oh no. Hi today. Um, so Justin has had multiple family members have tapeworms. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Do you know of any family members that have had tapeworms in your family? Yes. Like humans. Yeah. Who who had a tapeworm? I'm not going to tell you. Well, just tell me the generation. Why? Because we're discussing whether this is a previous generational thing. No, it's my generation. Okay. So, no. People okay. have tapeworms people all the time, Justin. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. They all have to yeah. poop out their tapeworms. Oh, it just sounds so horrible. No, a tapeworm isn't what you poop. It's like a fungus on your skin. No, Ooh. no, that's ringworm. Oh, I was thinking of ringworm. No, I don't know about tapeworms. No, we're talking about tapeworms. We're talking about the things you poop out of your guts. <laughs> yeah, that I was confused on. If anyone in my family has had a tapeworm, they did not share it with me. Okay. I, so my it's, family a, has it's had a me ringworm. thing. It's, it's a, at least just a your family okay. shares it thing. Okay. <laughs> Everyone enough. else keeps it hush hush. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah. Bye to today. To my knowledge, no one in my family has had tapeworm. Okay. Okay. That's all we needed. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I know I know a tapeworm isn't a, isn't a pet, and I'm not trying to change the subject here, but I am trying to change the subject here. I I just I enjoy calling my wife to ask about tapeworms. <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, I mean, she's it's a, a good use of marriage. That's <laughs> so. I know these are those aren't really pets. They're you know more more a parasitic organism <laughs> than a pet. They could be a I, pet, I suppose. <laughs> if you could figure out how to keep one alive outside of you, or you know, I mean, you could pet you it, could keep it in there inside. Oh boy! Um, Imagine how much weight you'd lose. So much weight. If you could name it, fluffy, <laughs> fluffy, my tapeworm. Um, and uh, certainly a sugar glider is a pet somewhere in the world not yeah. everywhere in the world um sadder than either of those perhaps are the folks who are out there going to ashton drake.com a-s-h-t-o-n-d-r-a-k-e and purchasing um an object called annabelle's hugs which my friend is a lifelike baby monkey doll now you need to see this that's Oh no! Oh no! That's what you're dealing with. Oh no! Why? It looks like a cross between a human child and an ape. It's dressed in clothes. It has a bow in its hair. What? What is this thing called? It's called Annabelle's hugs. If you look that up, you'll find it. And 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 it's sold off the basis of these features. (coughs) It has real touch vinyl skin. Oh, feel, just what you want, by the way. To feel the most lifelike. It is 22 inches imposable. It has a weighted cloth body that adds to the realism and interest-free monthly payments. I love this picture um, <laughs> where it looks like the woman is carrying her weird demonic baby monkey child to a <laughs> wedding with her. Correct. <laughs> There's somewhere it's sitting in a tree, somewhere you look like you're walking it. Now... I, I, okay, out of out of the interest of being a sympathetic human being, what what's the purpose of this? What's the psychological need? 
I mean, I, I guess I think about people that maybe can't have children or something. And this well, would why be... would they want a toy yeah, monkey? I, I know it's a it's an odd choice. It's it's an odd choice. But I'm just I'm just trying to be. But uh, I mean, do look kind. how much fun this person is having walking their fake monkey about. Yeah. Um, and really, I mean, it's a very low price. It's 150 bucks. Yeah. For a lifetime of joy. That's not including the $60 for the bassinet. Oh, boy. They sell a bassinet for it? <laughs> Do they oh, ever? Oh, boy. Now, this... There's... Yeah, there are all, all sorts of accessories. There's Clementine Needs a Cuddle, which is a baby monkey, which looks e- even smaller. There's a Coco, which is like a newborn. Ah! Ah! And then ah. there... And then, did you see the true baby? Sorry, yeah, that's my Tamagotchi again. This is my baby. There, th- what are you doing? So they have. You sleeping? Turn the light off. For the you. company has the the product so truly baby. Uh huh. Um, you you have a variety you can choose from, such as Sophia baby doll breathes, coos, and has a heartbeat. Oh my lord! No. Uh- no! <laughs> this these, is how they start taking over. Yeah, these are dolls that look very real. Like, very real babies. Mm-hmm. Human I do babies. not care for it. Are they more expensive? No, they're about the same. 130, no, 140. Yeah, yeah I don't... I, I Again, I don't understand what the purpose of something like this might be. I, I, it's not alive. So, yeah, what do you think? I don't care for it. Concerned? Disgusted? Um, here's my initial thought. Okay. So we've seen these. On the flip side, um, I don't know if you've ever seen real dolls. Yeah. Oh, sex dolls? Well, but like the very realistic yeah. looking ones. Yeah. A very sad person could build their whole family. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> complete with pet monkey <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's true i mean <sighs> like I you just... you pick the real doll first right. and then you go through this this series of newborn baby dolls right and find the one that looks most like mother perhaps it's katie baby doll or it could be waltred hannel Waltred Hannel. Quite a name. Uh-huh. What a it regal boy. It could be boy. Benjamin. Benjamin. If you want a boy, apparently mm. that's not popular because there are a lot of girls here and Benjamin's the first boy I've seen. Mm. Um, Sandy Faber. Mm. Maybe Sandy Faber is the one that matches your real doll. And you can just build your whole family and just send the creepiest holiday <laughs> greeting cards <laughs> To everyone you know. <laughs> like all your friends from high school, you can show them exactly how poorly you're doing. <laughs> it's And with the with the with the sex doll, everyone knows they're like, that's the one you fuck. Mm-hmm. It's this doing? is like the sequel to Lars and the Real Girl. Yes. He he decides to have a family with the real girl, like gets the real girl back out, has a family with her, and just buys a baby. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. It's a it's a strange world out there. Now now again, I do want to take the sympathetic notion here because 
I, I, I just don't see people buying these things if they're okay. That's like, true. However, yeah. counterpoint, counterpoint, I don't want to take a sympathetic notion because okay. this company yeah. is making very lifelike expensive dolls just in case someone might be mentally uh, mentally ill enough to buy one. <laughs> sure. And I, so. I, I got to say, I think they're 100 bucks, 150 bucks is better spent. You know, on some therapy. Or literally anything else. <laughs> literally But anything. then again, at the same time, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something here. That... I feel like this would... Okay, so let's say you you have a, um, a baby-sized hole in your heart. Yes. Like, you've always wanted a child. Sure. But you can't have one. Right. And you buy one of these. Correct. To fill that that void right isn't it just going to make it worse when all that thing does is have a heartbeat apparently and warm itself yeah i think so like it doesn't move you move it right right that's not great no i i agree i agree it's it's oh man yeah i mean it would just reinforce the reality every day that you don't have a child you yeah. don't have an actual child. Yeah. Like you would be playing with it going, wow, it would be really great if this could move its arm. Right. But it never will. It will never do that. I didn't pay it for the deluxe model with moving arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> there are also accessories that you can buy for them, such as uh, sports accessories, royal and historical icons. Wait, what was going on here? Religious movies and entertainment? What do I... What do I Wait a minute. Oh, okay. They sell other kinds of figures as well. So you can get like a Batman or an I Love Lucy. Okay. Are they realistic? No, no. I mean, they're just, you know, they're just figures. Could you have them make, um, if they're, you know, already licensed to do I Love Lucy or Batman, right? make an I Love Lucy baby? <laughs> it looks like, it looks I, like Lucille Ball. Yeah, I, I want a baby Lucille Ball. <laughs> You know, I mean, if you're going to go down this road, why not get something specific? Mm-hmm. Like, pay somebody. Okay, say you can't have kids. Yeah. And rather than adopt or foster or whatever, you decide. Now, okay, you've, uh, assuming you've done all the uh, all the uh, fertility stuff and nothing's worked. Yeah. You're never, right. you're never going to have mm-hmm. kids, right? Because you, it's just smooth down there. Oh, for the dude? Yeah, you have oh, no bits. Just no bits. Just smooth. Okay. Like so, a Ken doll. Like an angel. Like a Ken doll. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just smooth. Okay. So you can't have a baby. You can't have a baby. And and you decide to go this route. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's got to be some scientist that can look at you, maybe take a sample of your DNA, look at your partner. Take a sample of theirs mm-hmm. and try to combine the two of you into some sort of composite, like facial image. So you know. So then you have a doll telling telling you what a baby would look like if you weren't just smooth down there. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a weird tangent that you made. You made the guy just not have any genitals. <laughs> no. Like he doesn't no have a vagina. He no, just has nothing. no genitals. Yeah. No. It's not. 
like it's not like a weird you know genital situation it's just like a no genital situation like nothing <laughs> yeah just not okay yeah. all right yeah but he presents male so we're calling it male he's a he he's a dude he identifies as a male okay and he's got an xy whatever if you want to get yeah that way with it it just didn't it no didn't grow. it didn't grow down there it didn't grow yeah just smooth flesh fleshy patch no one watered it yeah yeah peas out his butt <laughs> Okay, that's a weird detail. Well, I mean, it has to come out somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It could just leak from, you know, like yeah. multiple holes in the bladder right. or something. It's got to yeah. go. You know, I had a weird thought the other day. This is an aside. <laughs> but I had a thought, right? Like, okay, human blood. Yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> human blood. Mm-hmm. Think about how much is spilled daily. All over the world. That's a lot of blood. Now, right. Now, imagine that we had some amazing plumbing system <laughs> that allowed you to collect all of the human blood spilled daily from okay. everything. Okay. From horrible accidents, from IVs, <laughs> from, you know, menstruation, <laughs> from births, <laughs> from cuts. From people who work at, <laughs> at the Red Cross that right. just have butterfingers. Yeah. <laughs> no. There goes another pint. Oh. Yeah, right. All of that blood flowing uh-huh. through a system of tubes into one central location. Let's say it's in Australia. Okay. I don't know. It seems like the bottom of the world to me. Isn't <laughs> that how gravity works? My, it's yeah. it's uh, run by sugar gliders. That's right. <laughs> Who have no interest in the blood. Right. It's perfect. They, they only eat, like fruit. They only eat fruit. They're not vampire bats. Right. Now, they do have to occasionally fight an army of vampire bats who are looking for this blood. But how much blood would that be on a daily basis if you could combine? It's a weird thought, I know. But Mm. I just, the magnitude, just think about it. It's a lot of blood. It's a lot of blood. It's an ocean. What do you do with all that blood once you've collected (laughs) it? I hadn't got that far. Because I'm pretty sure, like, (laughs) let's say you're bleeding out and you need blood. Right. Pretty sure they can't pump menstruation blood back. Well, into you. and it's all mixed anyway. It's it's you know. What type is this? Every, uh, every type. It's a mishmash. I don't. Yeah, it's they, like it's a blood suicide. Yeah, it's just a little bit of all the types of blood thrown together. I love the idea. <laughs> Like, someone, some crazy asshole goes to the lengths to build this thing, but doesn't separate it out. Like, it all just flows down the same set of tubes. That's what I forgot. (laughs) Oh. Okay, phase two, everybody. (laughs) Piss off, sugar gliders. Phase two never comes. We're laying all of you off until (laughs) we can get this figured out. A bunch of sad sugar gliders. They... They get a severance package. Okay. A pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, they get a piece of fruit for ev- for uh, every year that they've worked there. That sounds reasonable to me. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, no, that's 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 not a problem at all. <laughs> that's um I mean sugar glider pension plans. We're getting more and more progressive every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> So back to babies. Back to babies. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. So no penis can't have a baby. Smooth. Smooth yeah, down there. Smooth. Smooth. All right. So you get you. Yeah. The scientists make you a composite. 
Yes. And get you a baby doll. Get you a baby doll. Yeah. That looks like it would look uh, one of the possibilities of right. your actual ch- children. Right. Yeah. I mean, it would sell. I mean, that can't be far off. No. Yeah. But the question is, why can't it be far <laughs> off? Why is that a thing we need? Oh, we don't need it. No. No, we don't need it. We just, some things we do just because we can. Right. Well, and so that one would be strictly like, we can't have a child. We want to see what it looks like. Yeah. That is, you, you know how there was the the hashtag uh, first world problems for uh-huh. a while? Right. This one's like way above that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Big time. Like, <laughs> this is just like... Probably upper middle class white person problems. Absolutely. Because I'm going to go ahead and say lower class people are not going to go, yeah, you know what I'm kind of curious about? <laughs> if we had a doll that combined our our uh, DNA, what would it look like? How can I blow a few grand? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, it's not a problem for <laughs> anyone but the people with the most money to blow. It's, it's the people who own... Land Rovers. Right. If you own a Land Rover, <laughs> that baby doll is for you. And you can get, you know, a custom built car seat for it. You can drive it around a Land Rover. Yeah. Um, it's very safe. I, <laughs> I also feel like that that image would haunt you if you got to see what it would look like. Like if someone could show you a picture mm-hmm. of what a baby you'll never have would look like. Yeah. That would just haunt you. What? What if you got it and it was an ugly baby? Didn't you be a little? Wouldn't you rather not know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you would. Like you don't, you don't want to know that if you had a kid, it's going to come out right, looking like sloth from the Goonies. You don't want that. (laughs) Well, I mean, he's smooth down there. You don't know. (laughs) You don't know how the baby's going to happen. (laughs) Well, have you heard, have you heard of uh, CRISPR, this gene editing thing? Yes. That they do? That, so, I mean, I don't think it works as well as we'd like to imagine in our science fiction minds that it works where you can like, oh, I want a kid with blonde hair. Well, I don't, I think this is how it breaks down. I'm not a geneticist. What am I talking about? <laughs> You're not? No. When did that happen? Well, it didn't. Um but it's not so simple as just changing one line of code. It's like right. you have to – it's a whole bunch of things. It's almost like genetics are complicated. It's almost like they are. I don't know. Yeah. So, But they, but people are saying that, you know, down the road we're going to end up with designer babies and right. all this kind of thing because they can use CRISPR to shuffle up your genomes and then, you know – proceed from there mm-hmm. some people think that yao ming is a result of like selective breeding in china really like they like the chinese government i don't know if this is true or not i heard this on some fucking podcast who knows was it joe rogan i think it was actually then i don't know if i believe anything <laughs> that's about to happen i don't Go ahead. listen to joe rogan all the time but lately i i listened to a few ones that he did with some physicists that uh-huh, i like uh-huh. and those are good because i like the physicists and so, so the physicists come on and they probably yeah. state something scientific yeah absolutely and then he goes but what about crystals <laughs> <laughs> but yeah 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 someone supposedly i don't know like, again i don't know if it's true that yao ming was the um, result of like decades of selective breeding in china like 
I mean, I suppose it's possible. I mean, how do you get a seven foot tall guy? There's not that Se- many seven, seven foot- six. Seven, really? Yeah, the taller than seven foot. There are plenty of seven foot players. Okay, seven six. No, he's the only one. No, I mean during yeah. his era. Yes. Sure, sure. There, there have been taller than seven six. Yeah. Wow. There was someone who was seven seven in major in, in major baseball. In, NBA in the nubba. I, I almost said major league basketball. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, I'm terrible see. at sports. The tallest, yeah, Manute Bowl was mm. seven seven. Where's he from? I mean, I don't. Do I look like a a Manute Bowl yeah. biographer? Honestly, you do. Um, <laughs> let's see. What era was he playing? In? He was he was like the eighties, okay. Yeah, so like a completely different era than 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 uh, Yao Ming. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. There was a Japanese basketball player picked in the nineteen eighty one draft, but he never played in the league. He was seven eight. Good lord! Yeah, nearly eight feet tall. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, there are currently two players who are seven three. Okay, they're In European. All of the NBA. Okay, yeah. wow. Um, Yao Ming's the tallest Hall of Famer. Okay, so. seven six. You said, yeah. Can you imagine? This has got to be a bummer. Being seven eight, but not being good enough at basketball to play in the NBA. <sighs> That, like you have literally the one physical talent. Yes. <laughs> the one physical attribute you need. Yeah. And you still can't make it. And what else is is tall being tall good for really? Basketball and shelves. Yeah. Like those are the two <laughs> things like reaching things. Yeah. Just, yeah. Pulling sugar gliders down from trees. <laughs> you could you could hang hang things on yeah, walls. Sure you could. I mean, I guess there are different things you could do with with your height, but I mean, at seven eight, like dunking a basketball is a standing thing. Like you, just, you don't you just reach. jump. Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, I'm assuming his his wingspan wasn't less than seven foot. No, I at mean, that point, no, because you're supposed to be. He he yeah. can just do this. Yeah. Just put one arm up. Like we're roughly symmetrical that yeah. way most most of the time. Your yeah. your height and your wingspan are roughly the same. Right. Right. So he should have been able to just <laughs> be given the basketball, take one dribble, and then just <clears throat> drop it into the. Yeah. The hoop. It's got to be difficult to have a body like that, don't you think? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, you're so gangly. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that his trunk is. I mean, I'm sure it's proportionate, but like, you have long legs. Yeah. And long arms. That's why. That's why Shaquille O'Neal was a freak. Oh. Because okay. he was seven one. Okay. But you've seen him. He is not a tall, gangly guy. That's true. He. Uh, yeah. He had some meat on those bones. He was built, dude. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He uh, he had some some junk in the trunk. You know, <laughs> he's not smooth down there. No. <laughs> Something about the way you said that, really. As we really? as we assume, yeah, <laughs> we don't know, right? 
I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't want to start a rumor, but well, who knows what making that Shazam movie did to him? Shaquille O'Neal may have no penis. We don't know, or anything. Yeah, just no, nothing. just genital free. Because the clitoris and the penis are the same thing. You ever think about that? That's in, not no, exactly no. true. Well, no, but in the in the baby <laughs> stage, like before. Okay, right? Because we all start out as female, right? Right, in right, right. And before you know, changes happen. It's uh-huh. the same. It's the same organ. It's literally the same organ. Right. Right. I mean, the urethra has to go up in the in the. Penis but I mean, how far back are we going here? Because yeah, like if you pretty far back. If you want to do that, you're yeah. like every baby starts out with the exact same everything. <laughs> well, yeah, and they all have tails. Weird. The tails are weird. Yeah, that's true. The ta- it almost. I'm sure I'm not the first person to think this thought. I'm sure biologists around the globe are rolling their eyes right now. But when you look at a baby developing through all the stages, it looks like it's going through evolution. That's true. Like it starts as one cell, mm-hmm. right? Well, well, two bits that become one cell. Then it divides. Yeah. And it divides for a while. It's multicellular. And then when you get to like, it starts to look like a thing. Yeah. It's got little weird shit on it like other creatures yeah. you know it's got a little amphibian tail it's got gills for a while but here's a a thing everyone should take home with them yeah today to feel good about themselves yeah like when you're feeling down sure i i just want you to sit down and think for a second you were the champion sperm <laughs> yes <laughs> you won there were yeah a lot of sperm probably i don't know about your your father's uh, mobility or whatever it is <laughs> with, with, uh, with his count right down there. Right. Maybe you were the only spurt. Maybe. <laughs> oh, just the one. Yeah, you yeah. were it. <laughs> no competition. But <clears throat> you were a champion sperm. <laughs> that is true. That is something to feel good about. <clears throat> I recently heard this interview with a guy who wrote this huge book on genetics and this was fascinating, I didn't know this, that your mother's and your father's genes, you know, exist in your body and um, simultaneously, right? Right. And over the course of your life, they kind of fight for dominance in this okay. weird, in their expression, right? In in a weird way, right? So, like, the, the, the dad genes will be pushing for certain traits to come forward. The mom genes will be pushing for others to come forward. Right. Really bizarre how that all plays out. And, like, DNA is, like, the tip of the iceberg, actually. Like, the way all this stuff comes together is, is wild. Like, have you heard of mitochondrial DNA? Um, I mean, I've heard of DNA and I've heard of mitochondria. So, the, they're in our cells. They're like the little, I think they're the, like the little engines of the cell. They're, they make energy, whatever, mm-hmm. in each cell. Their DNA is not your DNA. It's its own thing. Interesting. And it goes through the line of mothers. We only get it from our mothers. And so, it's right. like a really good indicator. Like, that's how we can trace the genome really far back is through the mitochondrial DNA. But it's kind of like bacteria took up residence inside our cells right and became a permanent part like that's kind of what they are like they're sort of their own thing living inside each cell that we couldn't live without like we we depend on them completely right and they depend on us for you know something but it's like this weird symbiotic relationship all the way down to that level 
Hmm. Bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. Well, all of it's yeah. It's when all, you start it's all crazy. It. Yeah. Let me see if I can find that guy's name. There's never DNA. anything uh, r- involving DNA or genetics that someone like there's an article or something that you read. You never read it and come back and go, oh yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that seems right. Yeah, that's yeah, good. You <laughs> know, I didn't know that for for a fact, but that's really how I guessed it worked. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, this guy, Carl Zimmer, wrote a big book on heredity and DNA, and uh, it's super fascinating, super fascinating stuff. Did, did Joe Rogan get him to uh, talk about the alien DNA? <laughs> this that... was not Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. This is a podcast called uh, Sean Carroll's Mindscape. Sean Carroll is a physicist, talks to Oh, so people. he's a... He's, he's a, legit. He's yeah. a real person. He's, yeah, he's a real, yeah, he's a real person. I found out of him about him through Joe Rogan's podcast, though. So, oh man, yeah. So, 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 tell me what you think, like aliens. You know the DNA. <laughs> what do you what do you think that's about? Well, <laughs> it's, this is why I can't listen to Joe Rogan because that's all I think about the whole time. Right? Is when is he going to say something ridiculous that makes me roll my eyes? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of know what you mean. I just saw the back of this catalog, just to circle back around here. Yeah. And there's the back of it is a page dedicated to marmosets and monkeys. Naturally. Now, I thought a marmoset was made up. I thought that was not a real thing. Like, what were you were you watching Game of Thrones expecting the marmosets to come into play soon? <laughs> here comes a tribe of marmosets. <laughs> They're killers. They eat the dead. <laughs> um, and you can buy yourself uh, a jar of gummivore fare. Don't know what that is. Uh, a pouch of leaf eater diet. A pouch of new order, new not new order, new world primate <laughs> diet. <laughs> new order. That's what we all have to eat now. Right. It's the new order. We eat the primate diet. Uh-huh. Or a sack of... Of monkey biscuits. Mm. Where else in the world can you buy monkey biscuits except from... We need to do an ad for these people because... Exotic Nutrition, Pet Supply Company. They are located. 270 Enterprise Drive, Newport News, Virginia. Oh, in Newport News. yes. They have 2,000 plus five-star ratings on Google. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to have... Okay, so as a kid, I wanted a monkey as a pet. Yeah. But now that I'm an adult... You don't want a monkey. Why would you, anyone want a monkey as a pet? You don't want a monkey. I don't know. I'd rather have one of those fake monkeys. They're... Well, that's... They're a lot less messy. Indeed. You know, you would Not be, as creepy, though. <laughs> you would be father of the century. Yeah. If you got your child a demonic play monkey <laughs> as a gift... Just just drop a hundred and fifty bones. That's right. Get him that devil play monkey. <laughs> you know, if you can't keep a Tamagotchi alive, I'm wondering if you can keep a real feel monkey baby alive. <laughs> It'd be like three days and he's bashed its head in on something. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sushi Jackknife? Sushi Jackknife. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good place to stop. 